0: Welcome to the Pimpfall Podcast. I am your host, Liz. And I am joined as always by my co-host,
1: Marcus. It's the sweater podcast now, baby.
2: That time of year when we break out the warm and fuzzies. I
1: actually don't like the sweater very much, only because sleeves are fucking
2: massive, dude. Roll them back.
1: No, like I kinda like when like a sleeve
0: is like a little bit like kind of like, you know, tapered to you.
3: Prefer
0: yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Sleeve is like I got like Room for like another arm in here. Yeah, it's for uh it's for uh I don't know. Like look at how wide this sweater is too. I fill up the whole frame.
3: <laughs> yeah.
0: So this is Um, If you're listening to this on Spotify, I'm sorry. Uh,
2: Notice that Liz has an oversized sweater. Yes. (laughs) Uh, But this, this was raw. This was the Can They Coexist show.
1: I hate that so much.
2: One good thing came out of today. Two, actually.
1: Seth's outfit.
2: Three, then. Seth's outfit which made him look like fucking Paddington. Um the second thing was Kevin Owens' heel turn.
3: Mhm.
2: Third thing is Liv Morgan challenging Becky's official. Yeah. So those are some things to look forward to. Um there's no Damien Priest on the show. Um there was no yeah. uh Huh? Stinky. Yeah. There was no uh 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 Veer besides a vignette. Um, who? who gonna get him? Huh?
0: I don't know if we're
1: ever gonna get him at this point.
2: Yeah. That'll be he'll show up like during Survivor Series.
0: Uh, we got MVP back. Yeah, but no Finn. No Finn. Um.
2: AJ is back to wrestling, which is very good. Uh, But we got a dog shit segment with the 24-7 title that was fucking horrible.
1: Mark has stronger opinions about it than I do personally, but also I thought it was... hmm, That's It's
2: it's like it was entertaining for like the littlest bit.
1: It came within like millisecond of actually being good um we were going it was going good it was going fine
2: we're we're gonna get more into the details once we start talking about it in the in the recap but to just sum up they did a lot in that because there was a 24-7 title match between reggie and drake maverick they did a lot in that segment but ultimately Nothing changed. Nothing happened. Nothing mattered. Make shit matter, even if it's with the dog shit title of the twenty four seven title. Make it matter for fuck's sake like- wh- and and why did her business get involved? Why did they come out and attack fucking uh would they attack our truth yeah, why? I don't know, honestly. They didn't try like, and get thought, the 24-7 title.
1: I was going to say, like, I thought that they were part of, like, the 24-7 scene, but, like...
2: Well, they they did get in the ring and start attacking uh, Drake and Reggie, I think, as Tazawa was, like, sneaking away, but they didn't try and get the belt at all. Like, they were just there beating people up for, for God knows what reason.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I I don't know what the deal was. Uh, yeah, I don't know either. But,
2: which is horrible stuff. Uh, but uh, the Seth Rollins, Kevin Owens, Biggie stuff is a lot of fun right now. The main event scene on Raw, it's a lot of fun. Uh, the women's scene is starting to get a lot of uh, starting to get very fun. With uh, Liv and Becky, um. I, I, I just wish Becky would do a little more.
0: Becky's felt very passive. Not a very active champion. I uh, I haven't... Yeah, I don't know. I don't know, honestly. I don't. I don't know how I feel about it. Like Like, she's not quite
2: Brock Lesnar refusing to defend the title levels of uh passive but she's just like not doing much she's not she's not being a heel she's not doing anything to really make her a heel to get her heat but and and i think that might have to do with the fact that she has to fight charlotte and charlotte's going to be the heel going into it becky's going to be acting face until after the match so that might
0: be the kind of way they're spinning it. Yeah. But I have no clue. I don't know. I don't know. Um, but that really kind of wraps
2: up the the nutshell. There was more can they coexist stuff with a tag scene with, with fucking Bobby Lashley and Ray. Um yeah, and there was a, a pointless Biggie versus Chad Gable match. I mean, it was fun. It was a very fun match. What was the point? Why not have Chad wrestle anyone else? Like, maybe they're trying to throw Otis's hat into the main event scene? Is it they had a little face off? Maybe. I don't know. I
0: don't know.
1: Um,. It, it seems like Alpha Academy has not been in the tag scene much at all lately, in spite of being a
0: team.
2: Yeah, and I I think that's because they just want to push Otis more to the singles, possibly.
1: I think the the risk of Otis being singles guy um, is just that he's a very big person. And he might kind of run the risk of, like, how the fuck do we make it? How do we build somebody up that's going to beat him? It doesn't perpetuate the same type of a wrestler.
2: I mean, he he has the problem of having a manager, manager, quote-unquote, who can accidentally ruin the match for him. I mean, look at Tyler Bate and Trent Seven. Yeah, um, that's true. Like like and plus it's raw, so any anything can happen, but um, the logical way to spin it would be otis, you know he's inexperienced he's uh he's he's he could be clumsy, he could be uh um not smart enough, he's got all the power, but he doesn't have the the st- uh strategy cleverness.
1: Yeah, but I mean, you can only play that off for so long because Otis has been
0: a WWE superstar for
3: extended
0: and a period of time now.
2: One, two years, I think. I don't think he's been on the main roster for very long. Let's see,
3: Otis WWE.
2: Um. While you look that up, let me just look to see if there's anything else that is notable to talk about. The... he was
1: in heavy machinery starting in 2016
2: but they were in NXT too
1: he's still been a they still call them superstars in yeah. NXT no so.
2: yeah. but but the, the main roster doesn't look at them as that if they're in NXT
1: one way or the other I feel like as a fan it's like been around for a while if he doesn't know how to wrestle now
2: mm-hmm.
0: I don't think he's ever gonna learn
2: yeah they're not going to pull a brawn breaker on him. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I do think you can kind of spin it that way. Whether like maybe not the inexperience angle, but like the the pow- all power, no um. strategy kind of route. Because he's been in a tag team his whole career. So he's never had to like fend
0: for himself. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, man.
1: I tonight's episode felt like whiplash. Honestly, I didn't know what the fuck was happening half the time.
2: It, It. I wouldn't say it was terrible, but it wasn't great. I. I. I'd call. I'd say it's like mediocre. I didn't think it was bad, but it wasn't. Wasn't good.
0: I didn't think it was very good. But that's me. So you want to talk about the news? Yeah, sure. Got yeah, quite a bit of news. Um, we are going to start with less than joyful news. That's for fun. Sure. Um, let me pull up my That's not Twitter. Here we go. So...
1: First things first, Angela Mosca passed away. Um he was originally in WWF, um, as well as the Canadian Football League. Um he, however, passed away from Alzheimer's or complications to Alzheimer's. I don't really know how
3: it works.
0: I don't know either. It's very um very tricky. I don't know. But um, for those who don't know, he wrestled as a heel um,
1: and ended up challenging Bob Backlund uh, for his WWF championship. Um, And then also feuded with Pat Patterson.
3: Mm
1: -hmm. Um, So he passed away, um, again, at the age of 84. And then uh, Judy Bagwell also passed away, uh, which is Buff Bagwell's mother. Um, She was 78. Um, and she was the mother of WCW star Buff Bagwell. Um, and she was on WCW TV multiple times because of that. So, our condolences to the families. Um, and best wishes. Yeah. Um,
2: I've got a little bit of AEW news. If you want me to swing that at any point,
1: we into the AEW section again.
2: Okay, and and uh, some tweets that I can say at the end because they're not so much news.
1: Um. Okay. So Sabu, um, announced that he is officially retiring from entering competition, um, because he's got issues with his back now. Um. I think basically he said <clears throat> that he wrestled somewhat recently and definitely should not have wrestled. Um. He's kind of come to the conclusion that he just can't wrestle anymore. Um, He said he's probably just going to do autograph signings and personal appearance type stuff. Hmm. Um, Which is a shame. He also said that he'd get back in the ring for Brock Lesnar and that he'd love to wrestle him. And I'm like, buddy, if your back hurts,
0: I I don't know about that one. I get it.
3: Hmm.
0: Also,
2: everyone's gotta gotta throw their hat in the ring with with Brock or Drew or Roman, one of the top guys.
3: It's true. Um.
0: Okay. So on to some impact news. Um.
1: I'm Find it. Apparently, Moose has spoke to Scott Demore try that again spoke to Scott D'Amour, um basically five seconds after Ring of Honor decided to more or less fold um, and he's trying to push him to sign Jay Lethal and the Briscoes um, I don't know if that's going to happen but apparently he's like pushing hard to the finish for this one
2: I I expect a lot of those uh, Ring of Honor guys to be huge signings. Like the Briscoes will be massive, especially for Impact. Um, I, I think Impact's really the only place I could see them. Maybe production some...
1: Productions is also gonna fucking, mm.
2: okay. fucking uh, bring them to AEW and have uh, um private party join them. They'd be perfect in Shane Taylor productions. Promotions, product promotions.
0: I think it's productions.
2: I think it's prom- I thought it's promotions.
1: We're gonna find out. Shane. Taylor. Oh, promotions. Okay. I mean, because I said it last week and I knew I fucked it up. Mm. Because the only thing I think of is STP. That's it. Yeah. I'm like, whatever the P means, we'll figure it out when we get there.
2: <laughs> uh um, I, Yeah, I feel like Private Party would be perfect for them. Um, and Bandito's already exploring outside of Ring of Honor right now, so... He's gonna be at Warrior Wrestling...
1: Um, Taylor Russ actually apparently just did a podcast where he... Was asked if he was ever gonna be on NJPW, and he said to keep watching strong.
0: I said.
2: So that means he's gonna be, uh, I mean... uh, He's probably gonna be a jobber there, like, uh... I think it was Arya Daivari? Or
1: you think he is he's not a jobber
2: no but he he's, he's a pretty not pretty
1: accomplished wrestler
2: <laughs> but what i'm saying is he's not a big enough name to where he would make a first appearance on like strong and get a win immediately like i think fig- i wasn't sure if it was Arya Davari or arturo ruas who uh have been on strong for a little bit now and haven't gotten a win yet
0: um I don't know if it's either of them, but I'm... It, it is one of them.
2: Because I look at the results every day.
0: Well. Um, one way or the other. It was I, I don't
1: I just don't see that being the case. Um, considering his history...
2: Sorry, um, jobbers, jobber's the wrong word.
1: Yeah, it probably is.
2: Since Strong doesn't really do jobbers, I don't think. But, like... Really? uh he he'll be fun to watch there.
0: Yeah. Um
1: I definitely think a lot of the guys that came up through Ring of Honor um are going to probably be fine um
0: eventually. Um just because Ring of Honor produces such strong talent. Strong talent. It Um All right, so Moving on to some, I guess, NJPW, I guess, not
1: NJPW news. um, Which is actually kind of an incredible segue, if you think about it. Um, so, Power Struggle just happened. And Jesus fucking Christ, Power Struggle just happened.
2: Yeah, if you um, follow us on Twitter, you would have seen that four out of our five top matches of the week came from Power Struggle.
0: Which I think is a strong choice. Strong. But also,
2: it wasn't a very... Uh, Great week in wrestling in terms of exciting matches.
1: I don't think that discounts the matches that
0: we had, though. No, no,
2: no. It doesn't. It doesn't. But I'm saying there wasn't much competition.
0: Because the only thing we didn't watch was Rampage. Um. Anyways. Um. Ah, shit happened. First of all, Buddy Murphy, or Buddy
1: Matthews, uh called out Okada. Okada subsequently said, okay, sure. And now they're going to be wrestling at Battle in the Valley uh, this weekend.
0: Which now that I think about it, Battle in the Valley is happening this weekend. At basically the same time as full year.
2: Which is going to be a lot. <laughs> Wait, is it the same time?
1: <laughs> I imagine it's in It's in California. So I guess for us, maybe it's oh. like a couple hours earlier. Yeah.
2: Let's see.
0: Battle... No. In hours the, later. Battle in the Valley NJPW. Um okay. November thirteenth.
2: Eleven PM Eastern Standard Time.
0: We'll have like a couple good hours with uh AEW for NJPW starts. Um but
1: yeah Buddy Matthews called out Okada. Okada said, sure, whatever, why not? Um, Okada called out Shingo. That's set for Wrestle Kingdom. And then Kenta called out Punk and said that he's ready to make him go to sleep. And I don't think CM Punk has responded.
2: Mm-hmm. I don't um, believe so.
1: Don't. As far as Talk is concerned, he had not at the time of the article being written nine hours ago.
2: Did Kenta specifically challenge him for a battle in the Valley or just in general?
1: He just said, the full quote is this after three years, I finally prove who the fuck I am, baby. I'm the United States champion. It doesn't matter if it's going to happen or not, but I just want to entertain you guys. I want to give you guys a home. Hey, CM Punk. I'm ready to put you to sleep.
2: He, that's uh, definitely going to be on AEW.
1: 100%. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, I definitely think so. Um, do the best part about this interview, by the way, is he said all of this in English. Walked away and then came back. He's like, you think I'm done? I still have so much more to say, but like he switched over to Japanese. He's like, I just can't say it all in English. <laughs> He's like, I love you so much. Um, but yeah, so that was a clusterfuck of call outs. Um, and on to some AEW news. Um, the January 12th episode was rescheduled. Um, was originally meant to be January 12th in New Orleans. Um, be Dynamite and Rampage, but it's going to be rescheduled um, for April 13th. Um, there's, uh, the, Russell Talk says that there's still going to be a show, obviously, on the 12th, but it's just not sure where. Hmm. Um, which makes me think that maybe they're doing a special episode either on the 13th of April or the 12th of January. I
3: don't...
1: Because it's interesting the way that they would because New Orleans is, like, kind of a big place.
3: Yeah.
1: I think maybe they'd want... If, like, they were going to do a themed episode, they would want to do it there.
3: I
2: could see that.
1: But who knows? Um. So why don't you talk about your AEW news? Because I think that's all I've got, AEW-wise.
2: So, according to uh, Figure Four Online, uh, Tony Khan confirmed that he is vaccinated and most of the AEW roster is vaccinated most being the the uh notable word but he says that touring places with vaccine mandates may force the issue so he's is, he's is not backing down on having wrestlers get vaccinated um and uh he he doesn't it, it seems like he he wants the entire roster to be vaccinated as opposed to being content with some
3: not being vaccinated.
0: Yeah. Um, like, I saw that article.
1: I couldn't, I, I could not for the life of me decipher where he said that he was vaccinated, but I'm glad you did. I was and, like, I was digging and I was like, what the fuck am I looking for?
2: Uh, and apparently um, everyone who was on the Jericho cruise was required to be vaccinated.
1: Yeah, which is interesting.
2: It is interesting, but it's it's good.
1: Yeah, no, it's not. It's not bad. Interesting. It's just interesting.
2: Um. um it's also good to know that Chris Jericho is vaccinated.
1: That's why I said it's interesting. <laughs> that was the interesting part of that. <laughs> yeah. Um. All right, so on to some WWE news. Um. Tammy Sunny Sitch was released from hospital after being in the hospital for 10 days um, for an undisclosed issue uh, she made a post kind of like updating her fans on to where she was and what was going on um, but apparently her time in the hospital was horrible and the doctors she as far as she said didn't know what
0: the fuck they were doing so uh.
3: ugh <laughs>
0: Like they apparently they had her on a I like I don't even understand. Like
1: I don't know. It was just it sounds like she had a really bad time. So I'm glad she's out of the hospital. I'm glad she's back yeah. home. Um oh. hopefully she recovers in full.
2: Yeah, hopefully. Um somebody uh in, in regards to the like in response to the Jericho Cruise and and the aw vaccination thing somebody made a list of all of the uh people you can infer are vaccinated after the jericho cruise if you want me to lead, read the list i could um but it's a pretty sizable list i
1: think i saw the list it is quite a long list
2: uh for the, i'll quickly go through it uh, Chris Jericho, Britt Baker, Orange Cassidy, Chuck Taylor, Wheeler Yuta, Chris Statlander, Marco Stunt, Colt Cabana, JD Drake, Matt Seidal, Mike Seidal, Luther, Serpentico, Brian Cage, Angelico, Chris Daniels, uh, Isaiah Cassidy, Ashley Dambois, uh, Peter Avalon, Frankie Kazarian, Billy Gunn, Evil Luno, Stu Grayson, Austin Gunn, Colton Gunn, Jamie Hader, Ricky Starks, Sonny Kiss, Ryan Nemeth, Abaddon, Cesar Bononi, uh, Will Hobbs, Rebel, Aubrey Edwards, Dasha Gonzalez, Dean Malenko, Dan Housen, Will Osprey, Jake the Snake Roberts, and Shug D. Jake the Snake. Yeah, good to see Jake the Snake is practicing good, good safety.
0: I just want him to come back. I miss him so badly. Um,
1: yeah. Alright, so second to last piece of news. Apparently, a man formerly known as O'Neill Larkin, Biff Busick, um, interested in opening a wrestling school uh he on twitter he said hey i'm interested in opening a wrestling school and looking for a ring um and then gave out his email um a couple of other really talents um apparently had similar idea lindsay dorado apparently said i'll open mine across the street from you um jeet rama said that he also wants to do something along those lines and would love to have oni as like a guest teacher
0: um oh it's nice to see that like pulling it together you know? yeah um and also unfortunately oni does have
1: it's so weird to refer to him as biff music again um but apparently unfortunately he's got the 90 day non-compete for whatever reason um but he is as we kind of reported uh last week um Raring to go for the WXW 16 Carat Gold Tournament, which happens in. I thought it happened in March, um, but it's saying it happens in May.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: I don't know. Um, there's no way for me to fact check that in this moment. Um, and then the final thing, if you didn't see it, you will see it now. Um, the WWE men's men and women's teams were announced for Survivor Series, um, as we know tonight. It's Seth Rollins, Finn Balor, Kevin Owens, Rey Mysterio, and Bobby Lashley. Um, the Raw men. SmackDown men is Drew McIntyre, Jeff Hardy, um, Xavier Woods, Sami Zayn, and Corbin. Um, and then the Raw women's team is, as we saw tonight, Bianca, Rhea, Liv, Carmella, and Zelina. And then the SmackDown women's team is Sasha Banks, Shayna Baszler, Shotzi, Natalia, and Aaliyah. Um, why they aren't doing all fire matches i don't fucking know it's so like, silly
2: make a thing of it you've got you've got a tv idea right there like why not just you, like be handed this idea you don't you don't have to come up with anything you don't have to do these fucking can they coexist shit just accept that you can do this like like this is easy 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 stuff like do do qualifiers do a do a fucking announcement like a ceremony on TV like it but i i i kind of understand like they're trying to make their social media be an extension of their their WWE universe so they're having announcements happen there but it it's not entertainment
1: it's literally the difference between, like, inviting somebody to a party and taking a picture of the party and being like, this is the party. Yeah. Well, it, no, because I'm not, I'm not experiencing it now. I'm just passively observing it.
2: Yeah, and social media is not a place to, to really broadcast stuff. It's a place for interaction. And so when you have something like this, it doesn't feel right. Like it doesn't feel like it belongs to be announced on Twitter. Um, But if they did like a fan vote on who they think, on who the fans would want on the team, that would be a good way to do it and still have it on that extension to their universe.
1: Literally, like, for example, like the RevPro Twitter, 90% of it is promoting their matches for like what's happening and stuff and like kind of like keeping people updated as to like how matches went
3: Mm
1: -hmm. the other half is literally them responding to like questions like when are you guys going to be here next and like when are you guys going to do this and what's going on with this and stuff like that
0: and it's like that's how social media was intended to be used right why is it difficult Why is like, why is the WWE it feels this is the problem
1: with the WWE nowadays is that it feels like it's run by like. 70 year old men, because it is. Well, yeah, I guess that's fair. Feels like every aspect of it is run by 70 year old men, which again, I'm pretty sure at least 70% of it's managed by
0: 70 year old men. Mm -hmm. Um. But. Still. Yeah. I'm sure it's probably like a 30 something. I don't know. Probably fucking doing the Twitter shit.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And it's like. It still feels like you're an old guy. Sorry. Yeah. Um. I don't know.
2: It. It just feels so lazy. Like you. I mean it's. I, I can't even say it's lazy because it's the opposite of lazy. The lazy thing to do is to have qualifying matches. Like, that's easy. It's so easy.
1: Literally, just put names in a fucking hat. Pull them out and be like, this match is a qualifier match for the fucking... Like...
2: Oh, let's, let's. You know what? You know what? They can't do that. They don't have enough women on the roster. And if you do that with the men, you gotta do that with the women, too.
1: Honestly? um, I feel like if I were... Any of the women on the WWE main roster right now. If I were not on a Survivor Series team, I'd straight up be like, Why the fuck am I here? Because clearly, you have to make a concentrated decision.
2: Yeah, like, Nikki should be on, on the Raw team. I can't say Drop because she lost twice to uh, Zelina Vega
0: in a row. I also... fucked up that two people from the same family couldn't get on not one of them could have
1: gotten on the fucking women's Smackdown team because there was Tamina and there was Naomi and I guess Sonya which makes sense Sonya was like
3: I don't know these people
2: it's like the thing with what Adam Pearce did Um, and we we are going a bit long with this stuff but Um, Adam Pierce wanted he wanted a winning team, but it doesn't make fucking sense because he manages both brands. It's they at no point did they make the distinction that Pierce gets Raw, Sonya gets SmackDown. They never made that distinction. It's been both of them managing both brands this whole time. But if we are assuming that they did make that split and Pierce gets raw, Sonya gets SmackDown and Pierce wants a winning team and it makes sense that Sonya would too. And she wouldn't want Naomi on the team who she has no faith in right now or is actively sabotaging. I don't, they haven't given a lot of motivation or, or reasoning behind it, but I, I think yeah, we're safe.
1: That's why the storyline sucks.
2: We're safe in assuming that, that Naomi or that she doesn't have faith in Naomi. Doesn't think she's good, so that's probably why she left her off the team. But then, is why Aaliyah would you bring it in... on the fucking team? Yeah, aliyah hasn't had a match on TV at all on SmackDown.
1: How is, how is her first main roster match going to be the Survivor Series match? Like, unless they do something in the next two weeks,
2: should be Tony Storm or it should be. Is Shotzi on the team?
1: Shotzi's on the team because okay. it's um Sasha Shotzi
0: and um. And... Natalia? So th- like there's three women with s's in their name. Sasha Shotzi Shana Shana. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. Um
2: well hopefully hopefully they they do some story around it on Friday and we we see some more evolution of that, but for now Let's get into the recap of today's episode of Monday Night Raw. This was a, like we said, a mediocre episode, but it had some fun bits. It has a little bit of fun stuff. Um, it's definitely a downgrade from last week's episode. Um, so we got Kevin Owens and Biggie backstage to start off. Uh, Ko is is saying to Biggie. Um, he, he's he's saying for years I've been trying to show everyone I've changed. Biggie says I'm putting on buttercream or no fuck. What did he say? What what did he say he was putting on?
0: The cocoa butter?
2: Cocoa butter. That's it. I I had the fucking butter Sonic cream. commercial.
3: We're talking about oh, no. the the
2: garlic butter. <laughs> they keep saying butter things.
3: <laughs>
2: uh, but he said he, uh. He said, I'm putting on cocoa butter. I don't, what makes you think I care? <laughs> um, he says, there are very few people in the locker room whose opinions I care about. You're one of them. Uh, I didn't see Seth hit you. Biggie says, I've got a match tonight. I don't care. Why Biggie has a match tonight? I don't fucking know. So then Seth Rollins comes out. He says, welcome to Monday Night Rollins. As the undisputed face of Raw, it is my duty to inform you that I am a visionary. I am a revolutionary. I am Seth freaking Rollins. And I am your next WWE champion. Now, I was going to come out and wax poetic about how I'm going to lead Raw to glorious victory at Survivor Series. Who exactly... I don't know how he transitioned to this. He just said, who exactly is Kevin Owens? Uh, is Kevin Owens the prize fighter? Is he the hero? Is he the man who would do anything for the WWE universe? Or is Kevin Owens a snake? Is he a gutless, spineless coward? This this is where he could have really fucking used a poli- like a political smear campaign. Like one of those ads. The one that he did for Cesaro. What been mm. perfect. Yeah. Oh man, that was so good. Um is Kevin Owens a liar I've known him for a very long time we came up together in this industry There's always been one thing you could count on with him Th- that is that he will stab you in the back any chance he got why don't you ask his old buddy Sammy Zayn? how about the new day Kevin is as low as it gets he is an amoeba when I beat him tonight not only will he be the biggest liar in the world but he'll be the biggest loser in the world Kevin Owens then comes out, attacks Seth, and Seth runs away up the ramp. We then go to Gorilla, where we have RK Bro. Um, Riddles is just going on and on about uh, Street Profits and how they're going to be a, a cool team. Um, Randy says, We're the tag team champions. Uh, we already have a target on our back. There was no need for us to pick fights with giants, a.k.a. Omas you had to play hero and you got mauled how about tonight let's not do that again street prophet uh, he, he starts talking shit about the street prophets. i think street prophets walk in randy says if you would have been dead with omas you're on your own and then uh we get rk bro and the street Prophets versus aj omas and the dirty dogs i actually kind of like this match mainly for the storyline between randy and omas and and Riddle too. Cause seeing Randy just reacting to everything elevated the match a bit.
0: Wasn't the worst match, that's for sure.
3: Yeah.
1: Um, so we start with Montez versus Robert Rude. There's a shoulder tackle to Montez, but Montez gets up, drop kicks rude. Um once Dolph gets in, um, Randy also gets in. Uh, he stomps Dolph in the midsection, then the ankles, and then Riddle gets in, hits an assisted moonsault onto Dolph with the help of Randy. Um, eventually, Riddle's facing AJ. Um, hits a kick across the chest to Styles. Uh, Styles goes for the Styles clash, but Riddle wiggles free, gets AJ into a triangle sleeper, sends him over the ropes. We go to commercial break. Dolph is just decimating Riddle. He gets Styles into cleanup. Um, AJ has some shit to say, though, because. Rude didn't tag him in when he wanted to get tagged in. Um, instead, he... So, instead, AJ tags Dolph in, gets in, tags Rude in, and AJ's like, oh, well, you're just gonna do that? Really good. What do you think they're gonna do? Um, then there's some knee, a knee strike from Riddle to Dolph. Um, Dolph does everything in his power to stop Riddle from getting out of the ring, but he can't um, Randy gets in, he power slams Dolph, power slams an illegal Robert Roode, uh, hits Dolph with the Draper DDT. Rude tries to attack but gets sent into Omos um, then clubbed out of the ring Dolph gets sent out of the ring AJ goes for the phenomenal forearms he gets sent out onto Omos who catches him very nicely um, that, was a,
2: that was a great catch Yeah
1: um, When Omos gets in towards the end of the match he slams Dawkins, he sends Montez out of the ring, uh, Riddle gets in because he's like the last fucking hope at this point besides Randy. Um, hits multiple knees into Omos, Omos just and slams him onto the ground. Uh, and while Riddle's like in this delirious state of being like knocked out, Randy's pacing on the fucking apron like I told you not to do this. I told you not to do this the whole mm-hmm. fucking time. Um. Brandy tries to go in to fight Omos finally, but as he goes to do it, the Dirty Dogs pull him out of the ring. Um, Omos eventually goes to tag AJ in, Dolph steals the tag, and then the AJ Styles, Omos, and Dirty Dogs partnership is completely fucked. Um, and then, this is the one part I really didn't like, which was,
0: while Omos is beating up Robert Rude, Dolph just on into the ring and ends. Didn't like that I just don't like that like riddle's just laying there
1: like
2: i I think it it really helps um put over Omas's power, like the fact that he he slammed riddle and he was knocked out for a good minute or two Um. <laughs> yes. I, I thought the if anything was enjoyable in this match it was the last few minutes. Just because that was probably where the storytelling was strongest.
0: But it's fun. I, I I mean I didn't I didn't dislike this match.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Um
1: I did like that the can they coexist was not between Randy and Riddle and Street Profits, because that's kinda of what they set us up for.
3: Yeah.
1: Um it was
0: other team which we probably should have expected just as much yeah um alright so uh
2: after that we had the Mysterios and Gorilla uh KO walks in he says Ray you're one of the people whose opinions I care about I need you to know I need uh to know if you believe in me or if you believe me Ray's like oh, look my head's spinning right now dude um K.O. says, but you do believe me, I need to know. Ray's like, uh, yeah, sure, but I, I gotta go. Um, Dom then comes out with Ray, and Pierce is in the ring. And Pierce says, since 1987, Survivor Series has made incredible debuts. Team Raw has to live up to last year's Team Raw, who swept SmackDown 5-0. to That's why I brought you out here. It's almost embarrassing for me to admit this. I couldn't help but feel like I made a huge mistake. Every member of Team Raw is a former WWE champion. Every member except for you, Dominic. That's an issue for me. You have a ton of potential, but I want Team Raw to win. You are still on Team Raw unless you lose in a match right now against this man. And then Bobby Lashley comes out with MVP, and then we all said, Oh, fuck. Dom's gonna die. Um but th- this is
0: uh, there's a couple things I don't get here. Okay? First off, you you Pierce, you, you want this team to win. Okay. But
2: you made the des- the decision in the first place to put Dom on the team because he said I made a huge mistake. So why did you make that mistake in the first place? second problem this is a this is a five or a ten man tag elimination match why would you want the best singles wrestlers why not get the best tag team wrestlers get people who notably have great chemistry get like uh you could get like the street profits and and uh I don't know who uh, mingles well with them, but I don't know, get like four members or the three members of the Hurt Business, Bobby, Shelton, and Cedric, and uh, people who mesh well with them, like like, form a team, I don't know, like, I mean, I I get why they're getting the best singles wrestlers,
0: because it's star-studded, yeah, I don't know. It,
3: it, I don't either.
2: It it's, I I don't want to say it's not a it's a bad story, because it's not. I thought this was pretty interesting, but
0: I thought the way it was presented was not good.
2: Yeah, like maybe uh, have fucking the Mysterios, Kevin Owens, like a Biggie. Well, I guess he can't get Kevin Owens anymore. He can't get Biggie because he's a champ. I don't know. I, I'm having trouble remembering the entire roster right now, but. <sighs> it's still fun. It's still a good time. And it brought us to Dominic Mysterio versus Bobby Lashley.
1: Bobby just fucking beats Dom up for a little while. Um, lifts Dominic for vertical suplex Dominic and his way out of it, though. He um, jabs at Lashley a few times over the ropes Hits him with a crossbody, but by hits him, I mean Lashley just grabs him, holds on to him. Um, Dominic ends up wiggling free of his grasp, sends Lashley out of the ring, goes to crossbody him again, five seconds after he was caught, he's caught again. Um, This time, because we're ringside, he gets run into the post. Um, Back in the ring, there's a flatliner dom and a hurt lock, but Bobby won't let Dominic tap out. Um... Basically, we go ringside. Dominic is put up on Bobby's shoulders again, like Bobby's lining up for another run into the post. And Ray, in plain view of the referee, grabs his son's leg and pulls him off of Bobby's shoulders, which is where I was going to say, oh, they're going to DQ the match. The ref's going to be like, that's not legal. Then Dom's going to lose. Lashley's going to win. Dom's going to hate his father. We're going to have a feud.
2: Because he didn't attack Bobby. Bullshit. Bullshit. <laughs>
1: Sorry, that's bullshit. Um, Flash lands up sending Dominic into the post-event, like no matter what, and then back in the ring, Dominic submits. No.
0: You know, no. if if we're forming the
2: um, if we're forming the Survivor Series teams based on like like if we're actually building a team, SmackDown easily wins. Yeah. You got hit row and put hit row with the new day. There you go.
3: Okay.
2: Easy. Um because I mean as as we saw backstage, they already get along well. It's true. Um, so then uh we had Alpha Academy backstage with Seth. Um Seth said show Biggie. He is not the face of uh, Monday nights. What do you think of this Kevin Owens situation? And Chad says, Well, you've come to the right guy. I just graduated with the master's 4.0 GPA. I can categorically say that he is an enormous liar, like Aaron Rodgers. That made me giggle.
1: (laughs) I love how Seth was also like, I hate that
3: guy. Yes
2: seth uh, um he does not have what it takes to be the face of Ra Chad Gable is handing out free lessons Uh, and Seth says, "I knew you'd see things my way. He the walks away, and Seth just yells over, "Otis, Otis, that way!", <laughs> God. but there you go. They just established that Otis is not a smart cookie. If they want to put him in the singles field, there you go. That's how you uh that's how you have somebody get
0: over him. Somebody beat him. That's his weakness. So then we get Big E versus
2: Chad Gable. A match that shouldn't have happened. I don't know why we had this.
0: Yeah. Um
1: E beats Gable up on the apron for a little bit. He goes for the big splash um, and actually gets it this time. Um, Gable ends up hitting a nasty dragon screw to Big E against the buckles and then sets to work just kind of fucking taffy pulling the leg of Big E. Um, Gable ends up getting loaded out of the ring, though, gets back in, hits a belly-to-belly to to Big E, which counters an attempted belly-to-belly on him. Um, Chad then hits a moonsault off the top buckle onto E, Big belly to back. Um, Ultimately, Big E gets the upper hand by hitting Gable with a Uranagi, And then the big ending. Um, It's just kind of like a whatever match.
2: Yeah. uh, I'm glad it was a clean finish. And then Otis had a stare down with Big E. Hmm. But should they have... Should they have had Chad just job out for E?
0: I don't know. Like, it... You, I feel like you could have had, like, like
2: I I understand the need for an Otis Biggie stare down. I mean, I I don't even know if they needed that. Like, um. maybe have Damien versus Chad for the title. Open challenge you have Damien stare down with Otis because I feel like Otis shouldn't just be throwing his hat into the main event ring. He should be in the mid-card scene right now. Um, It would make a lot more sense for him to have a stare down with uh, Damien.
0: Yeah. Again,
1: Damien's not there. I know that Finn was working the um show in, I think,
2: Leeds.
3: The oh. UK
1: tour is still happening technically.
2: I think it just ended
1: and tonight was the last night
2: let me see let me check cage match to see if uh, they did have a,
0: a match today um, well maybe, maybe it would have been yesterday yeah I guess it, because they would still be
2: uh, transit back home if it was yesterday um, and they probably didn't book anybody for the show today if they were on the show yesterday in case of travel complications. Because um, no nobody
0: on this show was uh here today. But Damien was not there. Oh. Becky. Becky was not there either.
2: Um it was Walter versus Cesaro. Finn versus Sheamus. This weird ass match. Tommaso Ciampa versus Braun Breaker and Sami Zayn. That's a weird ass match.
1: (laughs) Like, you told me about Tommaso Ciampa versus Braun. Like, that's whatever. Mm hmm. Well, Sami did say something about wanting to wrestle in NXT again.
2: Oh, I would love that. He'd be so good. Um. They also had Shinsuke versus gender, uh Shayna versus Natalia, Jeff Hardy versus Madcap Moss, uh, Drew and Jeff versus Corbin and Moss, and Charlotte versus Sasha. So the only raw guy was Finn. I don't know why they. Uh, maybe I understand why they booked him for it.
0: He's not. He's European. Yeah. Um so don't know where Damien was then. Yep, nope. That's uh that's still a little mystery. Um
2: but anyway, we then had Kevin Owens and R Truth backstage. Um Kevin Owens was like he's talking to me saying, You do believe in me, right? Truth said, I believe in you. I believe in Bigfoot, the Ness monster, the monster under my bed. I believe the Earth is flat, but I believe it's round in parts and places. God damn
1: it! <laughs> I've missed our truth so much.
2: Yeah, I miss I miss him being funny and not just chasing the fucking title. Um. Yeah. So then we get a a promo in the women's locker room. Don't know why Pierce was in the women's locker room. That was a little weird.
1: Yeah, maybe not. I don't know maybe why. You know.
2: Why did it have to be in the locker room, too? They could have had it outside the locker room.
1: <laughs> Literally could have done that pretty much anywhere. And they said, nope, man in the girl's locker room.
2: Oh. Like, um, I
1: think the last thing that you want is your boss hanging out in the locker room.
2: Yeah.
1: My humblest of opinions.
2: Um. So Pierce says, let's start things off with some friendly competition. A fatal five-way for a title match against Becky Lynch. Um... Dewdrop says, why wasn't I included instead of someone like Bianca? Bianca already had a title opportunity. Uh, Becky's moved on. Why haven't you? Um, Dana says, I'm wondering why I wasn't included. You've been waiting for this. I've been overlooked more than every one of you. Um, And Nikki Ash chimes in and says, well, I've been Raw Women's Champion before. And then everyone starts arguing. Pierce just says, the decision is final. Yeah, why would you have why would you put in Zelina instead of or I guess Carmella instead of fucking Nikki Ash? Because not only has Nikki Ash been a a Raw Women's Champion but she's also been a tag team champion. She is a tag team champion. I forgot about that.
1: Yeah, I mean, how could you remember when there's no one for them to wrestle?
2: Yeah. But like that is just mind-boggling. You don't have the tag partner of one person already in the team of a tag-team match. It's bonkers. Like, come on. <laughs> Fucking unbelievable. Like, who else is on it? It's Bianca. Raya. Oh, get, take out... I'm sorry, I love Liv, but take out Liv.
1: Oh, I don't agree with that. One little tiny, tiny bit. Nope, not once.
2: Well, the, the way I see it is Carmel and Zelina, they're a tag team. They are still the number one contenders for the title. Whether or not that'll be fulfilled? Probably not. Um, They are a tag team. Established tag team. Um, Rhea... Is a tag team with Nikki. Nikki's the one bring brought in. Bianca. It besides Becky, she's probably the top woman on the roster. So you probably want her in there. And Liv is the least accomplished out of everyone on the team, and not uh, not a tag team, not in a tag team with anybody on the team. So there, and she doesn't really get along well with anyone on the team, really.
0: Yeah, no, I think that of all the people that have been overlooked, wrongfully,
3: mm-hmm.
0: I think Liv is the one who belongs on the team the most. What what if, what if Liv
2: has the match against Becky and wins? What happens to her spot? In the in the Survivor Series team,
0: I don't think that she's gonna get that match until after. You don't think so? No.
2: I feel like I feel like they'll still have that and just not think about it, nothing about the logistics. All right. Um. So after that, we had uh, Mysterio's and medical. Um, Ray says, looks like Dom suffered a neck strain. Um, people are questioning K.O.'s integrity when we should be questioning Pierce's. Uh, and then Austin Theory walks in and just takes a selfie. I'm so fucking tired of this. Why is he just a selfie guy? Is it, is it because he's a fucking millennial? Like, this, this story, this makes no sense. Like, you you brought him up as a comedy guy. He's not doing any comedy. He's just being fucking vain. He's just taking selfies. He's not even really being vain. He's just taking selfies with everyone.
1: Just being annoying.
2: Yeah. It's it's such a stupid gimmick. I'm sorry. I, I keep going off on these tangents. Um so then we get Reggie versus Drake Maverick for the 24 7 championship and Liz. Do you want to talk about this?
1: I'll give you the notes that I wrote down.
2: Okay, that's fair.
1: Drake Maverick rolls up a uh, very distracted Reginald to win. Zawa rolls up Drake Maverick. Rolls up Tozawa. Byron rolls up Corey. Maverick rolls up Byron. Then Reggie wins again.
2: And the, the reason Reggie was distracted was because uh, R-Truth came, came out. out. And yeah. then herp Business came out to attack R-Truth. Don't know why...
0: Why they did that, I don't know. That's so fucking annoying. Um So after that
2: we had uh Bianca and Dewdrop in Gorilla. Um Dewdrop says, How can you just be drafted to Raw? Just lose and have another title opportunity. I think I speak for everyone else, and then Bianca interrupted her and says, You're not speaking for everyone, you're speaking for yourself. But no, Dewdrop's making some points. Like she, she should not get another opportunity or or a chance at an opportunity. Like this kind of bullshit. Uh, and then we get the fatal five-way between Bianca, Liv, Carmella, Rhea, and Zelina.
0: Yes, we do. Um, uh, so Bianca starts this
1: match off the wrong way by taking way too much time taunting Becky. Like, like, a, like, they make her look like a fucking idiot because she's like standing there, like screaming at Becky while the bell's already fucking or the bell hasn't rung. But yeah, um, But meanwhile, the, all the girls are coming to attack her. She's just like, that's going to be my bell, blah, blah, blah. It's like, she's not stupid. She's not stupid. We know she's not stupid. Because we've been here. We've done this. Ever. Um, Bianca takes too much time shouting at Becky. She gets sent from the ring by Carmella and Zelina, and then Rhea and Liv follow suit, and they attack Carmella and Zelina. Um, Rhea ends up in the ring with both Carmella and Zelina. Um, I don't know why I can't just say their names like normal.
3: (laughs) Um,
1: She's fighting both of them at the same time. She headbutts Zelina, she dropkicks Carmella, and then Zelina hits her with a chop block. at one point, Zelina turns on Carmella, which is not new. That's happened multiple times. Um, because she pulls Carmella off of Rhea as she's covering to win. Um, the Alliance ends up recovering as they work together to beat Rhea Carmela uh, Carmella gets some chops on Rhea, but Rhea dodges, makes Carmella hit Zelina instead. Liv finally gets in the fucking ring. At one point, we hear her screaming, um, she and Bianca are both like just laying in next to the barricade. I Don't know what she was screaming about. But, um, in the ring though, she double stomps on Carmel's back. Zelina kind of gets a little bit of revenge for that, but Rhea Undertakers herself a, a little bit. Um, kind of comes up behind Zelina. It's just fucking ragdolling her. It's the Northern light suplex on Zelina. Rhea starts. Go, goes up top fighting both Vega and Morgan, but Bianca grabs them both, power bombs them, only to be drop kicked by Rhea, who is then super kicked by Carmella. Rhea gets a riptide on Bianca, nearly gets the win, but Liv stops the cover. The back severed Rhea from Liv that sends her into the ropes, and then Liv hits her with a springboard DDT. Uh, the cover for that's broken by Zelina. Then there's a KOD to Zelina from Bianca, but 2 draw comes in and breaks the cover up there. Finally, Liv comes in. Rolls up Carmella, who got involved, uh, to win.
3: Yes.
2: Yes, yes, yes. So Liv, uh, the the best one who could have won that match, won it. It was a very fun match, even after the pretty yeah. lame start.
0: I like the match outside of...
2: Bianca looking like an idiot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So... After that, we got Big E backstage. He runs into Seth. Seth says, Hey champ, I come in peace. I don't want trouble. What I'm here for is to try and understand where your head's at. You can't believe what comes out of Kevin's mouth. And it's much better to trust the devil you know than the one you don't. Uh, E says, I don't trust you or him, but I'll be sitting ringside to make sure everything goes smoothly. And they both giggle to each other. Um... So Biggie goes out to set a commentary, Austin Theory comes out and takes selfies with Commentary, approaches Biggie, and he slaps the phone away. I do like what this episode did. I do like what it did. It's establishing Biggie or establishing challenges for Biggie that aren't big guys. Theory, Otis, you know, the kind of kind of mid-carders. Um but with that said, Ian needs to get wins on big guys. Mm-hmm. He he needs those big wins. He got he got one on Bobby, he got one on Drew. Those are big. He needs one huge one. He needs to get a rub off of off of somebody massive and and a good person would be Edge. Don't know where Edge is. He got drafted a raw, but we haven't seen him at all.
3: I wonder if
0: he's gonna be a Surprise nice Return at the Royal Rumble.
1: Uh, it's almost that time of the year.
2: I don't know. Maybe he'll show up at Survivor Series.
1: They they might be waiting to end Survivor Series because there's not really any room to build up new feuds when Survivor Series is happening.
3: Yeah.
1: Okay, that's not sure actually, but it's I think they're holding off on building
0: up certain feuds because of that.
2: Maybe he'll he'll show up during Seth's match
0: with E and and ruin it. Like that would make sense given where their storyline left off. Maybe.
2: Um. So then we get Kevin Owens versus uh, Seth Rollins, but before the match starts, Seth gets on the mic and says, "Kevin Owens isn't the only one who's been lying. What happened last week was a plan between me and Kevin." I came to him and I told him we need to do something. Kevin agreed. He was going to take advantage of the situation. You've got to trust the devil you know, like I said. I, unlike KO, am a man of integrity. And then KO comes out and immediately starts pummeling him.
1: Yes. Um. He starts off by teeing off on Rollins from the get-go. Rollins kind of just bops out of the ring. Um, Kevin pretty much has the upper hand for 90% of the beginning of this match. Um... He goes up top, probably for like a frog splash of some sort, like Cannonball. But Rollins, once again, skidoots out of the ring. Um, uh, We go onto the apron, and even as Seth goes to Suplex, Kevin Kevin locks his leg on the ropes. Um, It's really not until Kevin goes to Cannonball onto Seth ringside, and Seth gets his knees up, that kind of changes the tides a little bit. Um, Seth... Makes the most of his time on top, but he gets kicked in the hamstring once and then hit with a DDT, um, kind of evening the playing field out in Kevin's favor. Owens then takes Kevin down, goes for the frog splash, but Kevin Owens rolls out, God bless Seth, because he committed to this fucking frog splash. <laughs> yeah. Um, Kevin then goes up top himself, hits Seth with a frog splash of his own. Um, later on, we get this twisting superplex to Seth that's pretty fucking nice. Um... Rollins, however, gets the pedigree. He can't move fast enough for the pin, though. Um, Rollins then buckle bombs Kevin Owens, only to get hit with a pop-up power bomb right off the bat. Um, and then, Seth gets thrown into the chair that Big E is sitting in ringside. And Seth scurries his little ass back into the ring. As Kevin goes to scurry his little ass back into the ring, Big E's in the way, and Kevin Owens is counted out.
2: Yeah, it's it's a very trash ending for an otherwise excellent match. And a good storyline. Um, I feel like there are better ways they could have done this than just have him get counted out.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Like.
1: I, I don't hate. How this worked, honestly. I,
2: I feel like there are better ways to do it that that make the match feel more satisfying. Like, I don't know, maybe uh, Kevin. Maybe here's what they could have done: have Kevin just keep glancing at Biggie the entire match. Just he can't, like, stop glancing at him because he's just so worried. And and at the end, that's when he just snaps. You know, it doesn't need to be so blatantly obvious. Um, and then fucking next week,
0: you'd have recap packages that that explain all that. Um, but yeah,
2: I had some fun stuff. But, uh, it was an alright episode.
1: It definitely didn't drag, at least in yeah. my opinion.
2: The first two hours, I feel, flew by.
1: Yeah, it definitely did, and then it kind of slowed down.
2: Yeah.
0: Alright, so, you want to talk about the best of the night? I guess, I can change the same.
2: Alright, so let's talk about promo of the night. I... uh, I don't really know. I, I think it's gonna be, like... I feel like it's something with Seth, because not only is Seth just amazing on the mic, but he's kind of the
0: focus right now. He's kind of the big heel of Raw. Um... I mean... kind of want to give it to his first promo...
2: Uh, oh wait, no, no, I know what I want to give it to. Uh, I wanted to give it to, you know, Pierce and the Mysterios in the ring, just for, you know, Bobby Lashley coming out, but there, there are also some, some
0: stupid stuff with that. Um... Uh... What are you feeling? Um I don't know I'm kind of feeling Seth's promo in the beginning If we're not counting Kevin Owens turning heel as a promo then fine Hmm. That's part of the match
2: Alright cool so Seth Rollins uh, Monologue
0: in his Paddington outfit. All right, so let's talk about Wrestler of the Night. Um,
2: not too much stands out, but I think, I'm gonna give you two choices.
0: Or three, I'll give you three. Yeah. Randy Orton, Bianca Belair, and Kevin Owens. Randy Orton. Really? Yeah. He did a lot of good character work today, I thought.
2: So did Kevin. Oh, yeah. I, I feel Fine. like... I'll, it, do, it, I'll do Kevin. If we're also counting, like, the promos they did, too, I think you, you have to
0: give it to Kevin. Um, But I agree. Well, Kevin's a good choice. All right, so let's talk
2: about Match of the Night now. As always, we go from worst to the best, and then Liz will give her input. But let's start off with the worst of today, which was 2 out of 10 Reggie versus Drake Maverick. Fucking awful. Nothing changed. It was bullshit. It was stupid. I'm tired of this fucking title. Get it off this show. Uh, Next up, the 5 out of 10, Bianca vs. Liv vs. Carmella vs. Zelina vs. Rhea. I thought it was just a decent match. I don't know, the stuff with Carmella and Zelina was kind of annoying through the whole match. Um, Plus the beginning was a little bit weird. Um, So
1: Carmella and Zelina were way too dominant for way too much of that match for it to be like, to make any fucking sense.
2: But... In all fairness, I think they were dominant because they they were the only
0: allies. Like they were a team while everyone else was single. You know. I still care for. Hmm. Uh.
2: Then, next up, five out of ten. Dominic Mysterio versus Bobby Lashley. It it accomplished what needed to happen. Oh, yes, thank you, Miriam. If you have a question for a Q and A segment, please leave it in the in the chat. Um, if you're watching on YouTube, leave it in the comments, and we'll get to it in the next episode. If you're listening in the audio realm, join us at the live show if you want to talk to us. Twitch.tv forward slash the Pinfall Podcast.
1: It's so funny. The moment that you said, "Oh, yes,"
3: mm-hmm.
1: I bring like r- five seconds prior to that, I was like, oh, "I probably should tell Mark to about."
2: Questions.
0: <laughs> so, well, that worked out for the best
2: <laughs> all three of us are on the same page right now same same mindset that? um but yeah dom and bobby it accomplished what it needed to it was satisfying and and it was um good for the story bobby looked great again
0: and uh Seeing him back, just it, it it was nice. All right, so next up,
2: six out of ten. Big E versus Chad Gable. It was a fun match. Great to see Chad Gable being Chad Gable, but the match was wholly unnecessary. Like why why would you have why would you book your champion to have a match like this? It makes no sense.
0: There are other ways to have Otis have a stare down with him
3: uh
0: next up
2: with a 7 out of 10 rk bro and the street prophets versus aj styles Omos, and the dirty dogs i feel like it went on for a bit too long but it was still very enjoyable and the last few minutes are were great storytelling um the way they established it in the beginning or in the promo prior was, like you said, it would be, can they coexist for RK Bro and the the Street Profits? But it ended up being a swerve, and it was a can they coexist for the Dirty Dogs and AJ and Omos. But with that said, the can they coexist wasn't like all the others, and the, the, uh, the Tense team still won. So I I thought that was really fun and just an enjoyable match. Yeah. Uh and finally my pick for match of the night. Kevin Owens versus Seth Rollins. Even though it it had a bad ending, I thought this was a sick match. This was excellent
0: and then the the aftermath was fantastic. I thought this was good for storylines. I thought that this was like entertaining. Um, I didn't exactly know where it was going. So Yeah.
2: Cool. So to run it back, our promo of the night, Seth Rollins, or uh, sorry, Paddington makes his monologue. Um, wrestler of the night, Kevin Owens, match of the night, Seth Rollins versus Kevin Owens. Seth and KO steal the show. All right, so you want to answer some questions? I answer a question. Uh, Miriam asked... Oh, I was thinking... I forgot to bring this up. She asked, Did you guys see the weird On This Day in History commercial where they talked about the Montreal job? That was kind of weird. If you could make one up, uh, what kind of job do you think WWE would do at Survivor Series that would rival Montreal? We did see that. It was fucking weird because it was like... Hey, see what screw job will happen at Survivor Series. Yeah,
1: because they were like, who's gonna take the sh- like who's gonna steal the show this time or something like that? Who's I was gonna
2: like, make history?
1: Yeah, I was like Who's gonna leave their mark on history? That's what it was. The entire time I was sitting there like Are we allowed to do this?
2: That that whole instance like made the WWE lose a lot of integrity among fans, and Bret Hart, one of the biggest stars in history.
1: Bret Hart definitely threw something, like, when that aired. (laughs)
3: Like,
2: um, if that didn't happen, Bret Hart would probably
0: still, uh, have faith in the WWE. Yeah, probably. Um, God, I don't know. Um, I feel like the... God. I don't know. What would you do? I mean... The, the closest
2: thing I can think, because you have Roman Reigns, you do the same thing they did at the Rumble between KO and Roman, where... Uh, Ko is is handcuffed, and the refs counting, and just stops counting.
0: Yeah, that's fair. Um, but like stuff they could do now.
2: I don't know. I don't know. You couldn't really do stuff that would matter in the in the elimination match. Crew. oh wait something with Becky and Charlotte
0: yeah that's kind of what I was thinking is probably Charlotte not um Charlotte refuses to get
3: pinned
1: yeah that's what I'm thinking is like Charlotte refuses to take the pin
3: mm-hmm.
0: and instead like just fucking your four is Becky until the ref's like sure whatever
1: yeah Charlotte definitely gives me the vibe of somebody who would one hundred percent like be like, "No, I'm
0: not fucking with this," especially because she seems fucking unhinged lately.
3: Yeah. Yeah. So. That'd be
0: a great one. Or. Or. Oh dear. You've got damien
2: Priest versus Shinsky Nakamura, but in a twist. They bring in NXT 2.0 to be a part of it. Carmelo Hayes being the mid-card title holder of NXT. He's in that match, makes it a triple threat. He is booked to win it. Shinsuke Nakamura being a star in Japan. Doesn't want to be pinned by some, some newbie in the WWE. So he refuses to be pinned and just forces Carmelo Hayes to the mat. Or tries to submit him or something.
0: Shots at him, but like, for real, for real.
2: Yeah, he he like just straight up knocks him out.
0: It is indeed an option. Um, There is a part of me that
1: keeps being like, maybe they'll announce an NXT 2.0 uh, fucking invasion.
2: <laughs> I mean, what you- I... <sighs> Now that I think about it, it would make a ton of sense for them to, like, last second introduce uh, Tommaso Ciampa into the the main title match to protect both Roman and E. So Ciampa's the one who gets pinned. Um. And the fact that he's been having matches in the WWE live shows...
0: Makes me think that maybe they're thinking of doing that. Maybe, I, that would definitely be really cool.
1: Yeah, I'm sticking with my screw job being Charlotte Flair refusing to be fucking.
2: Uh, I'm, I'm going to stick with like
3: Carmella. A wildly- that's a,
2: that is a good answer. Um,
1: I can see it too, that's the thing.
2: Yeah, yeah, especially after that that title exchange. Um, but I'm gonna stick with Carmelo and Shinsuke Shinsuke being adamant that he's a goddamn star which he is
1: he has every right to be that way so you know what fine
2: one one thing I did want to talk about during the news which I forgot to was Kurt Angle said that WWE is missing out on Shinsuke being a fucking star because he is
1: but it's that's tailed all the time honestly
2: Yeah. Uh, a lot of people are saying uh his loss to aj really deflated his momentum
0: yeah yeah no i get that
2: when uh he lost the title or no he lost the uh
0: he lost the title match
3: i forget which
0: event that was wrestlemania i think
2: it was wrestlemania 20 yes it was 2018 because that's when he won the rumble
0: people
1: were starting to say that he was getting back on track um, especially when he won the title that he's got now, the Intercontinental.
2: Yeah. Uh, but now he's in a fucking tag team.
1: Yeah. fucking Boogs. Which I'm not gonna complain. I love Rick Boogs. It's just
2: Boogs is great, but he's a like star.
1: <laughs> yeah, they're using it's just it's literally you know why they're doing this? Mm. Cause Shinsuke I mean and, speak that bad of English. I've seen him in podcasts. He's like he's fluent,
3: mm-hmm.
1: but he does still speak with such a heavy accent. I don't think they trust him to be alone.
2: He he had said before that he fakes his accent. Big-
1: I don't think that's true because I've heard him in podcasts. He is it's a pretty thick fucking accent. Mm-hmm. Um it's
0: just I don't think that they would trust him to alone And if that's the thing that's holding him back then I don't think that the accent is fake because that would be silly or maybe not the accent maybe it was
2: his uh, ability speaking English
0: that yeah I think he's like I said I, th- I think he's pretty fluent yeah Anyways, we got very off track here.
2: Yeah. Point is, we want Shinsuke to be shot to the moon because he is amazing.
1: So in response to your question, Miriam, we want Shinsuke to win.
2: Yeah. We want Shinsuke to uh, forcibly pin or knock out Carmelo Hayes to win Survivor Series. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, so that does it for us. Liz, would you like to close out the show?
1: Yeah, sure. Um, If you tuned in Thank you so much. And if you tune in in the future, thank you so much. Um, Happy Thanksgiving, I guess. I don't fucking know. Um, I don't like Thanksgiving. But if you do, congrats, I guess. Um, We'll be back tomorrow night for NXT 2.0. And then we'll be back the night after that for our WWE 2K20 dream. And then we'll be back after that for Friday Night SmackDown. And then we'll be back after that.
0: Um... Let's see. Well, tomorrow's Veterans Day. So, oh, wait. I uh, don't no.
2: Today's the 8th. So, the 11th
0: is Veterans Day. So happy Veterans Day. <coughs> Bless you. <laughs> Didn't realize you were allergic to veterans. <laughs>
2: <coughs> All right. Uh, Thank you all so much for watching. Follow and subscribe. If you're. um, My mind just blanked. Our YouTube is The Pinfall Podcast. You can see all of our previous episodes there. Uh, If you want to listen to us in the audio realm. Look us up on Spotify. The Pinfall Podcast. Um, And if you want to check out the live show. Twitch.tv forward slash The Pinfall Podcast. We'd love to talk to you live. And uh, hear your input on everything. Um, our Twitter is at Pinfall Podcast. I'm at the Mark Cameron. Liz is at ElizaElaine23. And we'll see you tomorrow for NXT 2.0. Have a great night. and We'll see you then.